Blog Talk Radio. Greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is the Archbishop, Dr. Marcia Karen Smith Abrams Almasi, coming to you live from the United States of America. Uh, tonight we're going to talk about um, uh, Shakespeare. We'll be reading from um, Shakespeare. Um, Beware of the Ides of March. And also, we'll be coming to you speaking about um, Judges chapter 2. We'll be reading Judges chapter 3 as well. Um, We just thank God for you all tonight. And I want to start with the soundtrack. And prayerfully, you'll like this one as I um, bring all the other um, systems on. Long Hope Radio. Thank you. 
to the Fivefold Ministry broadcast. I'm your host, Apostle Margie Mercer, and we have we have our pastor on the phone this morning, Chief Apostle Dr. Mary Frances Osborne, and she will lead us in prayer. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you, Apostle Mercer. Praise God, and God bless your ministry. Praise God, and just thanking God for another day, another Sunday that God has allowed you and I and everybody, praise God, amen, to be in the land of the living. Hallelujah. We are so grateful. We are so thankful. Because when we woke up this morning, we didn't have no doubt. And God, we come today with the spirit of repentance. Ask you, God, to forgive us for all of our sins. In the precious name of Jesus, that it don't stand before us in the day of judgment. Lord, you said in your word, he that has an ear, let him hear what the spirit has to say. Let the people of God hear what's coming through this woman of God today. A great woman in God. A woman that God has called and appointed to do this work. We ask your God to bless the radio listeners in the name of Jesus. Oh God, hallelujah. We want your spirit to move this morning in the name of Jesus. Get us out of self uh, and let the Holy Ghost move. Uh, we thank you, God. Uh, amen, amen. Uh, for everybody all over the world, uh, good God Almighty, uh, we thank you uh, for Archbishop this morning uh, that made a way uh, for us to be on radio. Uh, we ask God to bless her uh, and bless her family, uh, bless her surroundings uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, then, oh God, uh, I feel led to pray, uh, not just uh, hallelujah uh, for a pastor, uh, but there's a special prayer. Uh, somebody said, well, look like she's praying. Uh, everything is about a pastor mercy, but no, no, no. Uh, it's all about God this morning. Uh, it's a God to take her up. Uh, good God Almighty this morning uh, with the word of God. Anoint a glory to God from all high. Let us speak what thus says the Lord. Uh, whatever she been through, God, uh, we got our foot on the devil's neck. No weapon no weapon formed against her and shall prosper. Bless her family, oh God. Bless her family one by one. You know all about in this 
morning, calling on your holy and righteous name. We speak to that demon that try to come up against us. We speak to that demon, that adversary, good God Almighty. But we want the devil to know, amen, she's called and qualified from the Holy Ghost. Move your hand this morning all over the world and the people of God on this broadcast. Let them know that you love them, God, and that you care. But, God, you're looking for sanctified folks. You're looking for people that's living right. Good God Almighty, I call heaven down this morning to that fornicator, to that adulteress, to that liar, to that one God that don't, God, that thinks you don't see him. Hallelujah. To that alcoholic, to that prostitute, to that backslider. It's time now to live for God. It's time to do what God called us to do. Good God Almighty. Yeah. All that sin comes short of the glory. We know what the word says, but we don't keep dwelling on that. Because them that know to do good and don't do, going to be whipped with a many strikes. I want you, God, to move this morning on that backslider, that backslider from your God. Talk to the mind. Talk to the hearts in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, you know all about this world. You know all about the president and first lady. Good God Almighty. You know all about them. You know all about them. Uh-huh. Biden, vice president, and her husband. Keep them covered in your blood. Watch over them. Protect them, Lord, because we're in their hands, too. Lord, no weapon formed against them. Shall prosper. Then we want you to journey in every state, every country, everywhere, Lord, that the enemy done raise his head up. We bind him up this morning. We bind him up this morning. The bullets going around, killing people, destroying babies, destroying adults. We bind that devil up, that murder spirit, in the name of in the name of Jesus. Move your hand this morning, God. You know how to do it, Lord. All in the school, schools, Lord. Young people shooting people. Old people shooting people. Killing them with knives. God, you're not in that. But we want you to move this morning. And remember every ministry, God. Bless this morning. Keep us, Lord. And we shall be kept. Hold us into your arms, God. Don't let us go. Because we want to do right. We trying to do right. I hear the devil saying, "Uh uh-huh. They think they're better. No, but we trying to do better. We trying to live the word of God. Because in the word of God, there's a hiding place. Yeah, Lord, move your hands today. Move right now. Hey, Kobo, get all in the hot spinner. 
all in the nursing home. There'll be a shaking going on. Get them out to sick beds. Let them have a testimony. Bless the doctors and the nurses. Good God Almighty, we rebuke the spirit of corona in the name of Jesus. And Father, we thank you for our early rising this morning. Seeing another day that we've never seen before. We love you, God. And we thank you. We bless you, Lord, for this radio ministry with a great woman named Apostle Margaret. Amen, amen, amen. We just thank God for prayer from uh, Chief Apostle Dr. Mary Ogburn. Uh, we thank God for uh, the song that was played by, um, <clears throat> I'm sorry, Jeff Majors, um, The Lord is My Shepherd, uh, the 23rd Psalm, and uh, we'll be playing that throughout tonight as well, a different rendition of this same, same text. Um, but um, uh, same soundtrack, but a different version of it. Um, so um, again, want to greet all you know, Rita uh, Sampson that's tuning in, um, Pastor Parsed, and Tyra Champion. Want to say hello to Reverend Dr. Ra Yutwa. Okay, um, and you can type out his name so I could spell it right and still didn't do it. So I'm definitely assassinating his name. Um, please forgive me for that assassination of your name. I don't mean to um, not pronounce it properly, but um, just to stay with me and just, you know, when I said type out, you know, just it's just easier to, to pronounce the name if it's you know, typed out phonetically, I guess you'd say. And that way it can kind of get closer possible to the pronunciation of your name. So, um, again, we want to thank you for um, just everything. Um, and um, we just thank God for all those that stayed with me each and every night during the broadcast and the Midnight Craze. Um, I have been doing this for uh, several years. Um, since uh, 2014, 2015, I don't know. But um, I took a break uh, because of the uh, passing away of my mother. I, I, I stopped broadcasting as frequently as I, I had done in the past. I was on the air every night, like every night, seven days a week. Um, with um, my mother going home to glory, it was uh, very devastating to me, and I just kind of took a sabbatical, I would say, a reprieve from it all. It's one can never uh, run away from God and, and doing, you know, what God has called you to do. You always have to, no matter what you're going through in life, you have to, um, if you're called to do the work of God, you have to consistently seek First, the kingdom of God. Um, so, um, yeah, it's, it's just amazing. Um, uh, I'm going to try to figure out how to make sure my voice is audible. Um, 
uh, when I'm speaking. But um, we'll uh, we're working through the glitches is because uh, I learned this new system, and uh, I'll get better. Uh, I'll get better. It's, uh, right now, I'm just gonna have to work with it. Um, I want to thank also Pastor Isaac M. Bolter. Thank you for tuning in. And um, by J. Um, Hadcock and uh, Chris Bauman and Tanya Reed, Dr. Tanya Reed, um, thank you. Um, we really appreciate you tuning in to the broadcast. And thank you for your encouraging words. And I think I, I'll read it out loud what you wrote to me. Um, is it, um, he said, do you know anyone who needs help navigating life setbacks, finding happiness as a single person or improving the relationship? Um, so... She's a physical therapist, and so she's asking um, that's her feel. So her goal is to assist individual in overcoming challenges and discover peace and joy. As a single woman, um, she said that I have developed tools to thrive in and the single life and can provide meditation uh, services for couples seeking to enhance their relationship. Um, if you or someone you know could benefit from counseling, I offer free sessions and encourage you to reach out to me. We thank you for your time. You said best regards, uh, Dr. Tanya V. Thank you, Dr. V. I will um I will I I will just let her know that I know I know. Uh, her message. Um, so we'll just um, come back. And I got so many people that go to me today and they have to follow up a whole bunch. <laughs> um, I think that uh, Pastor um, Artro Karzar Kazar. Uh, and it comes up and then um, Stuart Elko said he loves our podcast. <laughs> and um, Pastor, oh my goodness, yeah, is sure. Uh, Tar Inc. And then he's going to join me on, um, on one of my platforms and then Daniel M. Smith. Um, ran diet it branded um net ten
I'll meet on Zoom. <laughs> Zoom meeting. Okay, I was, I was missing that and there. Okay, so um, anyway, um, thank you guys for you all tuning into the broadcast. I, I really, like I said, appreciate you um, dealing with um, the midnight praise. You know, it's, uh, sometimes many people, um, you know, they have to go to work in the morning, but they still take the time to tune into the broadcast and, and praise God. If we praise God from one day and uh, ending that day, and we move into a new day. And then, again, also today is day number four of the countdown. Day number four of the 21-day countdown. I was reading um, that there was a, an assassination attempt on uh, from Ukraine to Russia, the Kim, um, Kim, uh, so the 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 um, uh, uh, Putin uh, there was an assassination attempt on his life um, on last night, and I just, I just really I really laughed really hard when I read that. It was just absolutely amazing. <laughs> You know, like, why really? Oh my goodness, you know. Um, so that made me to look up um, William Shakespeare's um, father. But it was this was the outside force, you know, doing an assassination attempt. Um, the the William Shakespeare story, um, which, which talks about beware of the eyes of March, was a, a prediction. You know, and they called it back then a soothsayer, someone that speaks to, to the future. Um, so it's going to be interesting. Um, let's see what God will do. So let's see. But I'm not going to um, delay that story. I'm going to read from Judges chapter 2 and Judges chapter 3. And then I'll pray, pray us out. Um, and then we'll be back on tomorrow night. May um I don't know, tomorrow night I may take a day off, I may rest. Because I, I I didn't rest all week and I need to take one day just to regroup and um re energize my my physical moral body. Um that and body goes on and let's pray and then I'll I get up another um, my TV channel to come on. That's why all of you would consider joining me by subscribing to that channel. So whenever I'm on, you can look welcome to, to join in to the, um, the service online. Service. Okay, Father God, we thank you, Father, for this day. Praise your holy name, bless your holy name, and your glory. Give you praise from the rising of the sun until the going down of the same. Bless tonight's broadcast. Um, I thank you, Lord God, for giving me the opportunity to speak the word, Lord God, to read your your holy word, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for those guests in the past and past gone by that took the time to write down the vision. And then we're playing on tablets um, that we uh, that our lives can run 
and uh, run with that vision and that thought. We thank you, Father, for all the writers of your holy book. We remain praised and bless your holy name. Amen. All right, uh, so let me turn this one off. Play that song again. The Psalms 90, uh, Psalms, the 23rd Psalm. And then I'll be right back with you.
uh, I had to um, kind of um, get a, a place. So, uh, and, and it's the reality, you know, he actually did a play based on something that actually happened in Rome, um, and he brought it out on the, um, with the, um, the a fortune teller, or they call it soothsayer in, in those days, but uh, someone would go to the um, king of that time, and his name was Julius Caesar, and tell him, you know, what his uh, fortune would be, you know, his future. Um, and so basically uh, when the um, soothsayer told Julius Caesar, he basically used these words, and it, it's the words that, how they spoke back then, the beware of the Ides of March, you know. And I know this is May, but um, I didn't get the uh, idea until this month to talk about it. But beware of the Ides of May. (laughs) And and, um, that God came to me, and uh, it's just phenomenal. So in the book of Judges, uh, you take picture um, Doctrine teaches turn with me to the changing Bible is the Old Testament, and we're going to read chapter 2, Judges chapter 2, and then I'm also going to read Judges chapter 3, and um, then uh, if it's God's perfect will, I, I have time, I'll try and break it down to how is this relevant to the 21st century where we live in such a time as this where all this stuff, you know, is happening around the world and we're on four of a countdown. Um, you know, it, it, it's, you know, it's not a accident, you know, when God does things, he's very precise. Um, I was... <laughs> I was reading, I read a lot, you know, what's going on in the world for an event. And there's this lady that said, um, she said um, that, you know, the economy, God doesn't have anything to do with the economy or, you know, she's talking about the inflation. And I'm like, this woman is in politics. She doesn't even know God. So how can she even, even say something like that? You know, she has made her life to be a politician which, you know, money is her God and, um, you know, power is her God and fame and fortune. So how can she even, you know, make a statement that, you know, the inflation is not, you know, of God? How could she even say that? She doesn't know God, you know. She's not a priest. She's not a theologian. She doesn't even, probably don't even go to church. How can I, no one knows what God can do, not, not even a minister that um, preach God's word and teach God's word, you know? We have to always ask God, you know? So I just thought that was facetious, you know, it was very funny. Then um, was reading later on how, you know, um, somebody tried to assassinate um, the, the Kremlin uh, was attacked by a drone, uh, Ukraine uh uh, use a drone to assassinate, you know, Putin. <laughs> I was laughing my head off. I was like, oh, my goodness. So we were just talking about the countdown. You know, we're at um, day four now. We're on day three, 
And the history repeats itself. And, and now, you know, looking at Shakespeare, um, talking about the eyes of March and, you know, what happened in Rome, how the Senate, the Senate they, they had a coup against Julius Caesar. And uh, Julius Caesar, um, you know, came out of a battle with Pompey. And, you know, I'm telling you, it's just amazing. History repeats itself, you know. Uh, so think not that you're so big and high and mighty that you can't be gotten to because people will uh, conspire against you. And apparently it's happening right now, you know, people, and it's usually you're in a court, you know, people are close to you. And I was, when I was uh, talking the other day, I was literally um, talking about, you know, the people that are threatening us. I was thinking China is threatening America. And here we go, Russia being assassinated. You know, it's, uh, it's funny, you know, how God is, is he's just awesome, you know, uh, the assassination attempt. But the attempt is, is one thing, but that's really an outward force usually can never get to you. What can get to you is your inner circle. And so that's what I was pointing out. So and I said that, you know, they can't, they won't be sleeping very well because they only have one eye open. They're not going to sleep very well at all. And if you don't have sleep, you know, just just the, the um, sleep deprivation can kill you. <laughs> you know, because you're worrying about, you know, you're, you're, you're paranoid within yourself. Um, you know, and, and it's a it's a strange thing. But if you if you hurt someone and constantly killing people, you know, you you're seeing those type of things. You can't sleep really. You have nightmares all the time. Um, you're not really in good condition at all. You're not healthy whatsoever. Probably taking drugs or something to keep yourself, you know, um, the energy going and stuff, you know, and try to depress, oppress, suppress, um, uh, you know, just totally obsessed. <laughs> um, so, you know, a ruler, the Bible talks about that sin is a reproach against any nation, any people, you know, it says righteousness exalts the nation, but sin is a reproach against any people. And <clears throat> when one sin, we end up into a lot of problems, whether you, you know, are religious or not. You know, if you sin and do wrong or evil, you know, it will come and bite you. The same thing that you're doing will come back at you. So... It was just funny to me. It was really, really funny. So let me read um, Judges chapter 2, and then um, by 12 midnight, I have to bring in the other system um, because I didn't catch it in time. I'll be able to retrieve it. By 12 midnight, I'll I'll turn on the other platform. And I'm working with this platform. Um, I just got a text message that um, they're not hearing me audibly, so... We bring in the bear. I'll I'll get this. I've just been working it. Um, I think it's maybe a month now, um, and it's still I haven't perfected it. So, um, but thank God for each and every one of you that you do come into the platform, but you're not able to hear me. That that's not um, that's not good news at all. It's not good news. So, um, I have to write the text report or something. So you should have had time to turn to Judges chapter 2 by now. 
Um, and see, let's see what Desmond chapter 2 um, has to say. And it's talking about Israel's disobedience. Israel's disobedience. Then the angel of the Lord came up from Gilgal to Bochum and said, I led you up from Egypt and brought you to the land of which I swore to your fathers. And I said, I will never break my covenant with you, and you shall make no covenant with the inhabitants of this land. You shall tear down their altars, but you have not obeyed my voice. Why have you done this? Therefore, I also said, I will not drive them out before you, but they shall be a thorn in your side, and their gods shall be a snare to you. So it was when the angel of the Lord spoke these words to all the children of Israel that the people lifted up their voice and wept. Then they cried and they called on the name of that place, Bochem, and they sacrificed there to the Lord. And when Joshua had dismissed the people, the children of Israel went each to his own inheritance to possess the land. Ah, oh, I forgot. I, I just, um, um, I forgot to bring up one more system. Okay, bear with me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play um, Just Nature's again, and I'll be back. I gotta, I gotta bring up the other, the TV channel. I get so excited about the Word of God, I forget to forget what I'm, forget that other things aren't operating. Oh, God. Okay. All right. There'll be um, three songs of Jeff Majors that we play. The same Psalm 20, the 23rd Psalm, but it'll be one after another. And, and then I, I'll be back. I should be ready to open up the other um, two platforms. Okay. Here we go. Enjoy. It's not playing. What happened? It should start playing in a minute. Okay, let's do this. Let's do the next one. Oh, is it internet down? Internet is down. Thank you. 
One use will change your hair. Acidic Bonding Concentrate Lightweight Liquid Conditioner from Redneck transforms fine damaged hair in one use. With lightweight bond repair, on 48 hours of volume, Redken's Acidic Bonding Concentrate Lightweight Liquid Conditioner.
But this is the outside nation, you know, Ukraine's coming against the Kremlin. But um, they use a drone. But the, the, the assassination of Julius Caesar was done from his inner circle, the senators, you know. They were the coup against him. And um, it's basically, you know, the, the soothsayer, the prophet, you know, or the fortune teller, you know, that they was telling him to beware of the Ides of March. And uh, Julius Caesar didn't pay attention to the warning. And sure enough, he died. He was killed um, by his own people in the inner circle, okay? So um, that's what we're dealing with today. And so I pray all as well in your house. Um, just pray for me in my house. I uh, pray that all will be well here. A lot of pressure, you know, when we talk the truth, you know, a lot of people, it ruffles a lot of feathers, you know, and, and stuff like that. And I also want to talk about our currency. I found a couple of dollars, you know, I got a change the other day. And, and this, this says, you know, it says, in God we trust. A, that's the dollar. And then I found the $10 one, and it got changed. If I had. It says, in God we trust. And that's the founding fathers put that on the, the money. And the, the trust is it, a trust. It's, it's, um, it's, it's um, you know, it's um, something that cannot be broken, you know. And uh, we, it's also the word of God in Psalms 91 that we read where it says, David says, in God, you know, I trust, I trust God, you know. And so I believe, you know, as long as we keep the word of God on our dollars, you know, I know it's talking about the trust, the treasury, there's Fort Knox and all of that. Um, but we will be able to stand. This, this, this currency will stand. It will stand the test of time. It's a fiat, you know, it's, it's, it's the... It's, um, um, you know, there's a lot of nations that don't want to use it anymore. Um, they're talking about um, that we're, um, you know, um, militarizing the dollar, <laughs> you know. Um, but, you know, um, decisions, our leaders have to make sound decisions, you know. And when people are doing wrong, you know, sometimes so sanctions are needed, you know, to make corrections. And everybody needs correction, you know. Everyone needs correction. I need correction. Um, everyone needs correction. But when we're corrected, then that's really love. That's really love. We, you know, when strengthening um, one another. So um, oh, the other platform is starting. So let's read the scripture um, really quick. Judges chapter two, and um, then Judges chapter 3, and we will play another song by um, Jeff Majors. I, I like how he, he um, you know, it's really, it, I could play this song over and over. This is the Lord's Prayer. Um, let me, and, and I want to read it to you as well. Uh, my mom, one of the last things, the last picture that my mom read, um, and I was able to videotape it, and I usually never really videotaped her, um, but this particular day, she was, you know, at the table, the kitchen table, and she was reading the, the 23rd Psalm, so I filmed it, <laughs> and it was so amazing, um, and she just, you know, 
we read the scripture, and it says, the Lord is my shepherd, says um, 23, and I'll read it today. This will be our beginning prayer. It says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Right. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So we're going to um, read Judges, and that's in the Old Testament, chapter 2 and, and chapter 3, and then I'm going to see up the, the next platform that has already started. Time is going, but I, I think I have to end this this channel, and then I'll be able to be on the other one, because I think they both won't work at the same time. Judges, chapter, this is Israel's disobedience. It says, the angel of, then the angel of the Lord came up from Gilgal to Bochim and said, I led you up from Egypt and brought you to the land of which I swore to your fathers. And I said, I will never break my covenant with you, and you shall make no covenant with the inhabitants of this land. You shall tear down their altar, but you have not obeyed my voice. Why have you done this? Therefore, I said, I also said, I will not drive them out before you, but they shall be thorns in your side and their God shall be a snare to you. Uh, you, so it was when the angel of the Lord spoke these words to all the children of Israel that the people lifted up their voice and wept. Then they called the name of that place, Bochem, and they sacrificed there to the Lord. And when Joshua had dismissed the people, the children of Israel went each to his own inheritance to possess the land. Um, now, this next segment is about the death of Joshua. Um, Judges chapter 2, verse 7 says, So the people served the Lord all the days of Joshua and all the days of the elders who outlived Joshua, who had seen all the great works of the Lord, which he had done for Israel. Now Joshua, the son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died when he was 110 years old. And they buried him within the border of his inheritance at Timnath, her 
in the mountain of Ephraim, on the north side of Mount Gash, when all that generation had been gathered to their fathers, another generation arose after them who did not know the Lord, nor the work which he had done for Israel. All right, this section now is um, uh, Israel unfaithfulness. Judges chapter 2, verse 11 begins, Then the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord and served the Baalim, and they forsook the Lord God of their fathers, who, um, Okay. I can stop the And they took the Lord God of their fathers who had brought them out of the land of Egypt. And they followed other gods from among the gods of the people who were all around them. And they bowed down to them. And they provoked the Lord to anger. They forsook the Lord and prevailed and asked us. And the anger of the Lord was hot against Israel. So he delivered them into the hands of thunders who despoiled them. And he sold them into the hands of their enemies all around so that they could no longer stand before their enemies. Wherever they went out, the hand of the Lord was against them for calamity, as the Lord had said, and as the Lord had sworn to them, and they were greatly distressed. Nevertheless, the Lord raised up judges who delivered them out of the hands of those who plundered them. Yet they would not listen to their judges, but they played the harlot with other gods and bowed down to them. They turned quickly from the way in which their fathers were in obeying the commandments of the Lord. They did not do so. And when the Lord raised up judges for them, the Lord was with the judges and delivered them out of the hands of their enemies all the days of the judge. For the Lord was moved to pity by their groaning because of those who oppressed them and hastened them, harassed them. Um, and it came to pass when the judge was dead that they resented and behaved more corruptly than their fathers. By following other gods to serve them and bow down to them. They did not cease from their own doing, nor from their stubborn ways. Then the anger of the Lord was cut against them. It was cut against Israel. And he said, because this nation had transgressed my covenant, which I commanded their fathers, and had not heeded my voice 
I also will no longer drive out before them any of the nations which Joshua left when he died, so that um, through them I may test Israel, whether they will keep the ways of the Lord to walk in them as their fathers kept them or not. Therefore, the Lord left those nations without driving them out immediately, nor did he deliver them into the hand of Joshua. Judges chapter 3. Okay. So basically what chapter 2 is talking about is because of the disobedience of, of, of God's people, um, God allowed their enemies to capture them, you know. And so that's why it's really important for us to understand how righteousness exalts a nation. The sin is a reproach against any people. It doesn't matter who you are, what country you're from, how you look. Sin is a reproach against your nation, against the people. But righteousness exalts that nation. It lifts it up that nation, you know. Um, so we're not perfect. You, you see that even in chapter 2 when they started praising God, and, you know, God pushed their enemies back. But when they forgot, somebody died and they forgot, they went back to their wicked ways. And God just let the enemy just consume them or take them over, enslave them, right, and made them captive. Um, and the, it, it shows how wicked the, um, the slave masters were to the people. Um, you know, they just, just, just took advantage of them, you know. So let's now go to Judges chapter 3, and where we'll meet another judge. Um, so the nation re- remained in the land, okay? So now these are the nations which the Lord left that he might test Israel by them. That is, all who had not known any of the wars of Canaan. This was only so that the, that the nations of the children of Israel might be taught to know war, at least those who had not formally known it. Namely, five lords of the Philistines, all the Canaanites and um, Sidonians and the Hivites who dwell in Mount Lebanon from Mount Baal, Hermon to entrance of Hamath, and they were left that he might test Israel by them to know whether they would obey the commandments of the Lord which he had commanded their fathers by the hand of Moses. Thus the children of Israel dwelt among the Canaanites, the Hittites, and the Amorites, and the Perdicites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites, and they took their daughters to be their wives and gave their daughters to their sons, and they serve their God. Oh, my God, how wrong. They were just doing all kind of wrong here. Verse number seven, um, this is Othel, 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 
So the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. They forgot the Lord their God and served the Baals and the Asherah. Therefore, the anger of the Lord was hot against Israel, and he sold them into the land of Cush, Cushan Rishtham, king of Mesopotamia. And the children of Israel served Cushan Rishtham eight years when the children of Israel cried out for the children of Israel. Okay, when the children of Israel cried out to the Lord, the Lord raised up a deliverer for the children of Israel, who delivered them was Athaniel, the son of Zenai, Caleb's younger brother. <laughs> the spirit of the Lord came upon him, and he judged Israel. And he went out to war, and the Lord delivered Hushan Rishathaim, king of Mesopotamia, into his hand, and his hand prevailed over Hushan Rishathaim, who so the land had rest for 40 years. Then Othamiel, the son of Kenaz, died. Ephod, verse Number 12. Now, this is another judge. Okay? Now, it says, And the children of Israel again, again did evil in the sight of the Lord. So the Lord strengthened uh, Eggon, king of Moab, against Israel, because they had done evil in the sight of the Lord. They had gathered to himself the people of Ammon and Amalek when and defeated Israel and took possession of the city of Palms. So the children of Israel served Eglon, king of Moab, 18 years. But when the children of Israel cried out to the Lord, the Lord raised up a deliverer from them. Ehud, the son of Jirah, the Benjamites, and left the left a left-handed man. By him, the children of Israel sent tribute to Eglon, king of Moab. Now Ehud made himself a dagger. Amen. And um, he said that it was a double-edged and a cubit in length and fastened it under his clothes on the right side. So he brought the tribute to Eglon, king of Moab. Now Eglon was a very fat man, and when he had finished presenting the tribute, he sent away the people who had carried the tribute. But he himself turned back from the stone image that were at Gilgal and said, I have a secret message for you, O king. And he said, keep silent. And all who attended, he went 
and all who attended him went out from him. So Ehud came to him. Now he was sitting up, up upon, sitting up. Now he was sitting up, stared in a cool private chamber. Then Ehud said, "I have a message from God for you." So he arose from his seat. Then Ehud raised with his left hand, took the dagger from his right side, and he thrust it into the belly, um, into his belly. And even the the the, the um, in after the blade, and the fat closed around the blade, for he did not draw the dagger out of his belly, and his entrails came out. Then Ehud went out through the porch and shut the door. of the upper room behind him, and he locked them. When he had gone out, Eglon's servants came and looked as, and, and, and to their surprise, the door of the upper room were locked. So they said he is probably attending to his knees in the cool chamber. So they waited till they were embarrassed, and still he had not opened the door of the upper room. Therefore, they took the key and opened them, and there was their master falling dead on the floor. But he had had escaped while they delayed and passed beyond the stone image and escaped to Sarah. And it happened when he arrived that he blew trumpets in the mountains of Ephraim and the children of Israel went up and down. And the children of Israel went down with him from the mountains and he led them. Then he said to them, follow me, for the Lord has delivered your enemies, the Moabites, into your hands. So they went down after him and seized the fords of Jordan, of the Jordan leading to Moab, and did so, and did not uh, allow anyone the cross over, and at that time they killed about ten thousand men of Moab, all stout stout men of valor, and not a one escaped. So Moab was subdued that day under the hands of Israel, and the land had rest for eighty years. Okay, so. I want to stop there. Oh, oh, I got one more verse. Um, verse 31. Um, Judges chapter 3, verse 31. 
Uh, this is another judge. This is um, Shea M. Gar. So after him was Shea M. Shamgar, the son of Anath, who killed 600 men of the Philistines. And an axe gored, and he, and he also delivered Israel. Okay. And Deborah is chapter 4, but we're not going to go into chapter 4 tonight. I'm going to end today's broadcast on, um, I pray that you get some understanding. Um, I was going to go more into um, uh, William Shakespeare. Let me see if I can find William Shakespeare. The um, Eyes of March. The Eyes of March. Beware of the Eyes of March. Yeah. It's a very tragic story. And um, so I'm just going to read. You can look it up as well. It's um, Beware of the Eyes of March is a warning to watch out for betrayal or misfortune. It's often used in political context. The term idea, Eyes of March referred to March 15th, the day on which the Roman Empire, em, Emperor Julius Caesar was assassinated in 44 BCE. Um, for this reason, it has become associated with bad omens, a betrayal, and misfortune. Amen. So um, William Shakespeare, um, in Act 1, he, he wrote the story, you know, and um, it's a very powerful story. When a, a, a wise person or a soothsayer uh, back then, you know, um, a fortune teller in, in, in this present age, they talk about, um, tells you something, um, you know, usually fortune tellers are the, the people that, you know, um, it's not a godly type of thing. But then you have prophets that are godly. <laughs> you know, um, it's like two different um, spectrum, good and good and evil, but you can you can you know some people can predict the future. Some people have um, ESP, ESP, extrasensory perception, um, and um, some people use those gifts um, for evil, and some people use it for good. So here's another thing: he says, um, "Beware of the eyes of March." Um, it says, you probably heard the soothsayer warning Julius Caesar in William Shakespeare's play in the same name, Beware of the Eyes of March. I just think it was <laughs> kind of fascinating. Yesterday, you know, I, we were doing a countdown, you know, day number three and after day, day number four, and um, we see um, this type of, thing coming to my mind about, you know, the eyes of March, you know, um, 
and the day before that, I was talking that those those people that are threatening the United States of America for war, they, they cannot sleep. They cannot sleep. And I was saying that they need to stand down, you know, because um, we want peace. The whole world wants peace. Nobody wants war. But what war does, it's kind of interesting. It's one of the, the, the things that boosts the economy. <laughs> it has always been that. Um, uh, the economical power of America falls on three fours. God, okay, at the top. Um, the, the military might of war, warfare. Um, yeah. And um, and uh, capitalism, money, you know, those are the three. So war generates um, that money, <laughs> you know, a lot of money. Everybody, when when the nation goes at war, it's like everybody goes to work, you know, because they have to build all these different um, things. Um, you see it in, you know, all the, the people were at work when they were, preparing for all of the different war in the past. You know, you see the whole nation now have jobs, have jobs. They'll be calling people to do many little things, you know. Um, uh, when, um, ah, man, my time is up already. Oh, I didn't realize I was broadcasting for so many, um, so long. But anyway, we're going to come back and, um, we're going to talk about this. We're going to bring it out more. But it's a warning that God is sending out. That is, you know, those leaders, you know, God's word, God will remove their head. <laughs> and he'll put another thing in place for peace who will want peace, you know. And we see, you know, just less than 24 hours, there's an assassination attempt on Putin. Um, it's just amazing, you know. Um, but that's out, outer nation, outside nation coming in to destroy the head. But the um, the eyes of March is the senators uh, conspired against Julius Caesar, you know, to get rid of him, you know. And um, you have to read the whole thing. It's like Shakespeare stories are really great, Hamlet and all of them. But it, it's really amazing um, to see that that play, you know, the reality of it. You know, it, it, it was a play, but it also was the truth. And that your inner people is, is a, a, Jew, Jew, a Judas inside or somebody that's going to betray you, somebody that's going to um, take the opportunity that they want to take over. And they're, 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 the conspiracy is already going on, you know, it's right there. Um, a lot of people don't like what the leader is doing, and um, it's, his, it's his inner force, or it could be her. It could be, it could be a woman leader. When people want to, you know, take you out and, you know, they will conspire together and they will destroy you, kill you, um, especially if they don't like how you're governing them. So... Um, I I am really excited. This is day four. I, I know we give a 21-day notice for surrender. Um, <laughs> I'm telling you, 
<laughs> you need to surrender. See, the thing is, when it comes to a supernatural spiritual warfare, okay, God is doing it. You know, um, the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof and all they that dwell in it. You know, this all started when I started reading Psalms 110, and I may go back to it. And I was like, the last last um, sentence was, you know, God is going to destroy the head. And I was like, what does that mean? You know, I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> and now we're talking about the head, the leaders, you know, being, um, you know, um, destroyed. That, that's what the, the judge uh, did. He went in and he put a dagger into that leader's belly, and um, it went all the way in, and the man couldn't pull it out because the fat consumed the dagger. Totally killed him. And all his inner circle people went away, um, and they didn't even, they, they weren't even responsive. Nobody was there to protect that guy. Uh, that was a serious assassination. That's found in the Bible. Isn't that interesting? Um, uh, it's a very short scripture. Thin, thin, thin pages. Okay. All right. So it says the announcement of Messiah reign. Well, it says the Lord said to my Lord, sit on my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. The Lord shall set the rod of your strength out of Zion. So rule in the midst of your enemies. Your people shall be volunteers in the day of your power and in the beauty of holiness from the womb of the morning. You have the dew of your youth. The Lord has sworn and will not relent, for you are a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. And that's what we're doing. That's going to be our theme for this year. This year's two class and next year's two. I'm just going to stay with it. We've been dealing with the order of Melchizedek. Hold on, let me write it out. C H I Z E. D-E-K. All right, Psalm 110, verse 10, section um, B. Okay, so verse 5 says, The Lord is at your right hand. He shall execute kings in the day of his wrath. He shall judge among the nations. He shall fill the places with dead bodies. He shall execute the head of many nations, right? And uh, that's when I was like, what? This got to do with anything, you know? And I'm already seeing that. It's now, now, the word of God is. So verse 7 is one that really slipped me, and I, I didn't understand it. But it says, he shall drink of the brook by the wayside. Therefore, he shall lift up the head, you know, take the head off again, so lift up his head. But bottom line is God is going to execute the heads of many countries. He shall judge among, he shall judge among the nations. He shall 
fill the places with dead bodies. This is dangerous, y'all. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So that led me um, to the Melchizedek order. It led me to Genesis 14, and then so we've been on this, this whirlwind of, of um, thoughts here that's leading to now we're talking about beware of the eyes of March and the assassination attempt. Not attempt, but the actual, you know, killing of Julius Caesar by the senator. The conspiracy is very sick. And, um, um, yeah. So I'm going to end tonight's broadcast and uh, get some rest. But tomorrow I will I think I have to stand down and relax my brain. Um, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you. May he be gracious unto you. And give you peace, a peace that surpasses all understanding as we keep our eyes uh, and our heart and our mind stayed on him. Uh, in Jesus' name I pray. God bless you all. And good night. This is Archbishop Dr. Marcia, Karen Smith, Abrams, Almasi, and God we trust the mighty dollar. And God we trust y'all. We, we did. We did. Our dollars and our cents. Uh, we'll stand to the test of time. Don't worry about anything. Just, just give God praise. Give God total praise. Give him a wave of offering. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. <laughs> praise the Lord. Because a dollar will stand the test of time. Uh, it will stand the test of time. Just trust God. And uh, in God we trust. In God we trust. In God, we trust. So don't worry about anything. Yeah, I'm a little bit tired tonight, so excuse me. Um, had a long walk, and yesterday has been um, a little bit more calm and easy. But um, um, thank you for tuning in to the broadcast. Um, uh, not tomorrow, but the next day I'll come back and we'll go over this. Um, this is God's will. Dealing with um, the assassination attempt on a leader. Um, it's happening even in the 21st century. And we'll see it with our eyes. Only with your eyes will you see the destruction of the wicked. Day four. All right. So I'll be back on day six. <laughs> and we're in the countdown. 21 days for the surrender. And see, um, like I said, the battle is not ours, but it is God, you know, and and, and God is really um, going to deal with the people that are threatening his children. And um, 21 days, I'm going to raise my hand for God, you got this, okay? Because the blood is not on my shoulder. We have time to repent. We have time to repent. And put that white flag up, you know, you know, you know, make the cloth with white, you know, just just throw it up and surrender to the United States of America. Amen. Because God got our back, y'all. God got it. Amen. So don't worry about saying uh, Pray for you. Pray for your household. And just to stay encouraged. Stay safe. Help one another. Every American citizen needs to help other American citizens, whether they're black or white, Jew, Gentile, Greek, um, you know, Asian, um, Caribbean, Jamaican, uh, think something, Kiss, Barbados, the Puerto Rican, if they're Mexican, um, 
if they're Hawaiian, or, you know, um, as long as they're American citizens, you got to help each other out, help each other out in school, just, just be nice to one another. You need each other. You have different opinions, different cultures, different foods, different ways we walk, different ways we talk, different ways we deal with people, all kind of stuff. We're just different. There's no two people are alike, but we need each other. And this is a time for America to really be strong. You know, I want to celebrate all our our uh, people who have died for this nation. I want to celebrate them. Uh, I think it's the 30th of March, uh, May. The end of the last weekend, I was the last weekend in the month of May to really celebrate the men and women that have gone on before to fought for freedom. And, um, you know, war wounded veterans. Um, you know, who went into battle and lost the limb, you know, um, you know, they were maimed, you know, disfigured, lost their family, um, you know, so much. Um, also, I, I want to pray for those people in the counterintelligence. Just, I don't know, it's really on my heart about those men and women. They do literally give their life. They, they, they lose everything. They give up their family. Uh, wives, children, give up everything that they know uh, to become something else. And then, you know, just just for peace, just to protect our nation. So we want to give kudos up to those men and women that are doing those jobs. And we don't know them, you know. They're among us and we don't know them. Um, They may die and nobody will be there at their funeral. Um, you know, but they serve this nation, you know, and they serve the president of the United States. They serve the people of this nation. So I, I, my heart is like feeling it for those um, people in the counterintelligence world, you know. And I thank God for you guys. I thank God for you all. I thank God for everyone that, um, everyone in government, politicians, um, you guys got a hard job, you know, to, to, rock this nation, to lead this nation, you know, um, and I, I just pray for all the Congress women and Congress um, men and, and con- Congress, um, the, the House of Representatives, the, the Senate, I pray for all our senators, um, and I want to tell you, um, all our leaders, I pray for you all daily, day and night, I'm praying for this nation, and who am I? I'm just I'm just a little priest, you know. Uh, and I, as I said, I'm your humble servant. I'm your personal assistant. Um, just praying that it will be well with you and your household. And, um, you know, just tonight I was, um, I was walking. I was walking. I was walking for a while, for a long time. And um, I just jumped on a bus. You know, I just got on a bus and take me anywhere. I just... I just um, and uh, when I was heading back, um, I got on another bus, I was heading back, and uh, it was, like, late at night, and there was uh, the bus driver asked me to answer a question. There was this young young boy that was on the bus. He, um, he was just a child, right? Anyway, um, they wanted to know how to get to a certain restaurant with the bus, you know, go by there, <laughs> and I was like, ah. so anyway, um, they, um, I was saying, no, this bus is not going to go by that, that, that road, you know, that, 
that's that's another bus. But it's late. This is like the last bus, you know. And so I was like, I told the bus driver, once you stop at the next restaurant and, you know, we'll be here, you know, because he, he had a coupon. The point is he had a coupon. You know, I said, what's the coupon for? He said, I'm going to go with this coupon to this particular restaurant to, to get something to eat. And I was like, what? <laughs> Late at night, the child by himself on the bus. Um, and so I thought, well, you need to get on the next bus going back home. So let's stop. So we stopped. We got off and now we stopped at the, a restaurant. And I was able to, you know, get something for the child to eat, you know, and um, and um, put him back on the other bus going the other way, you know, so he can get back home. But America, I'm telling you, these are children, man. These are, these, these, I asked him how old was he, you know, and he was like 13 years old on a bus by himself with a, a coupon trying to find a place to get something to eat. This is craziness. This is absolute craziness, okay? And I, I would not even have known about that. I just happened to be walking um, to get the stress off that I'm dealing with. But it was, I was able to see that there's a child. There's a child. One of, it could be your child, you know? Um, the mother or father is nowhere around. Grandmother's uncles, aunt, nobody. He's on the phone with somebody. Somebody's texting him, telling him to get food, I guess. I don't know. Bring it back. It's America, man. And, you know, when I bought the food, it was, like, very expensive. It was, like, a very expensive meal. It's like, really? So we, we got to check ourselves. So I pray for America. You know, the children are hurting, and um, white children, you know, white style, you know, you know, Eurocentric. It's not, you know, it's not, you know, come on, it's, it's, it's your child that's hurt now, yeah, and um, and trying to make it. So I don't know, I don't know, but I, I I'm glad I'm able to talk about that a little bit. So pray for the children of America. Um, they need your help. They need your support. They need to be fed. And um, I'm not talking about overseas. Don't overseas if you need somebody overseas right here in America, right here in America. The children need help. The children of this nation need help. All right? All right, I'm out. I'll talk to you guys. Um, I'm not going to go on the other platforms. If I'm, I'm, um, I'm out. God bless you. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. 
And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.